0: Okay, good to see you all, good to have be together, and let's take a couple breaths, and if you'd like to place your hands on your heart, we'll tune in. Hmm. So grateful to be joining together in this loving, sacred community. How we open our minds and our hearts to an expansion here, to a healing, to revelation and clarity. We are inviting in and tuning in to the spirit realm, the divine intelligence that is live streaming to us and from us. So grateful that we are saying yes to our healing saying yes to self-discovery and self-reflection and open-hearted sharing with others. And we gratefully and joyfully share the benefits of this time together, all the awarenesses. We gratefully share those awarenesses, all the learning with all beings for whom we are called to share. And we allow and declare this call is unfolding perfectly. And so it is. Amen. Oh, yay. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you for You're being welcome. here. This is our third homework class. It's so much fun, this kind of homework. This is way cool. So what we've done over the last few weeks is go through the material. But what happened last week was just also just an opportunity for any kinds of questions about the work that we do and the things that we talk about. And we've got a variety of people from a variety of levels of the classes, and we're all coming with our own experiences to just share. So, um, you know, I have a sense of where we could start today, but I'd like to just open the floor if anyone had a question or um, a request for what you'd like to do today. So I'll open it up.
1: I seem to. Um, I, I joined at kind of at the later end, and I seem to just be a little bit lost, in, and and maybe slightly overwhelmed with just the the amount. Uh, like I get quite a few emails, and I just don't know where to start, where to go. I want to plug into the course in miracles that Jennifer has. I can't seem to do it successfully on the webpage. So I just want to know who I can talk to outside of this, um, this platform right
0: here to get my technology and me all on board. Sure. So Linda and I are both on the team. So you can, what I honestly suggest is kind of emailing. You can go to Linda, you can go to me or Linda, but the thing is even admin, Linda and me, (laughs) it's you a whole bunch of people with antennas up. And then we make sure um, to set a call up with you. So Linda and I are both on the customer care team. So Linda's Linda's at Linda at Jennifer Hadley.com. I'm Angela at Jennifer Hadley.com and admin kind of directs things. If it comes to them and they know we handle it, They send it to us. But what it sounds like is that you may want to get your podcast set up so that – I don't know if you operate off your smartphone often or – but we'll talk to you about how you prefer to listen to things because it could be different for different people, what we can do to set it up to make it convenient for you.
1: Yeah. So right now I just have you on my my, um, computer. Yeah. I have an iPad, um, and I don't really – want to do much on my phone because, okay. of the, um, it's an old phone.: Okay. It's not real reliable, but my iPad, I think, is my, if, if I can get that to work. OK.
0: Because okay. one of the things I've been showing people I don't know if it's helpful but the calendar feature on the, on the masterful Living, like your member page, it gives you like everything that's happening and when it's happening. So maybe when is not your problem, like knowing when everything's happening, just trying to get access to everything. Um, But again, I think if you just reach out to either of us, all of us, um, you know, we'll make sure someone calls you and we can talk more specifically about your needs and how we can help you.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay
0: but I know you're not alone. So we made like a first touch base and now we're going to be going back through and just making sure. Cause it takes time. And those of us who are four or five years into this, we still text each other and say, is this happening today? Yeah, so,
1: Yeah. For me, it's more like what steps should I do like homework wise to kind of be on board and be at the same pace it seems like I'm a month behind everybody you know and I'm I'm working through the the boot camp workbook um over this last week you know that's the first opportunity I got to download it but I didn't and this is my first opportunity joining this class but I've, I've done a couple you know I mean I'm following the other calls and stuff but again even when they're talking I feel like I must've missed something in the first couple of weeks, but I think this is a life pattern too. I, I, I kind of feel that way all the time. And so this is just another opportunity for me to look at like, why is it that I always feel like I'm starting late and catching up?
0: Yeah. Anyone can jump in. I saw Deb wanted to say something and anyone can say anything, go for it. So
3: I'll just say I'm in Ascension pathways the first year. So I've done four years and I feel that way too. And oh it is, part of my pattern so i would just invite you to heal it so it can heal mine too no i'm just kidding okay. Ooh, We're I put it together <laughs> <laughs> well we're going it together we the feel the same way i've tried to i did new year's reboot with jennifer live and i still feel behind oh so you know i'm here because i'm going to do whatever's next showing up today and just be trusting that, uh, it's all perfect.
1: Okay. Thank
3: you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Go ahead, Robin. Can you unmute yourself or would you like me to thank you? So oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. You can start now. I just unmuted. Jennifer
4: usually does it. And so I'm just, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so Lori, this is my fifth year, and I'm like, I've been sleepwalking for four years. I'm like, I'm stuck the, the root, um, what we're doing. Uh, it's like, where was I? Um, I don't remember this, or then I did remember it, and it's like, but I didn't do anything with it. And so I've been going through a lot of, uh, I committed. To doing this, and I feel like everybody else has probably done it. And I'm today. I got to page 20. Now I just have to write my letter. So, um, so I'll just say that. And I, and I'm deciding for myself too. There's so many varied paths in the class uh, that I am really this year. I'm committed to. I want to do more deeper work with writing down. I've listened to so many classes and I mean that's been my thing to listen to all the classes the community calls because I loved it so much, but I have not. I've had a tendency not to want to sit down and really do the work and I've done some forgiveness letters and found out when I did them that they opened up just so much that I didn't even know was in me and so I'm I'm hoping to commit to more deeper handwritten uh um things because I I can see now finally that that's where um uh, deeper work can really come forth maybe not for everyone but just uh I feel like that is is a deeper thing and that you kind of have to choose you know like I'm thinking that I will um start doing more forgiveness letters more often because they, the ones that I've done have been so helpful. Um, My favorite practices that I carry with me all the time are um, the deep desire of my heart and the divine experiment, which I have adapted little prayers that I just, wherever I go and whatever I'm doing, I say those things. And I mean, it's just really raises your vibration, and your con- feeling connected. And uh, I have stories to go with all of that, but uh, I want to commit to doing um, the daily lessons, which I've started a half a dozen times. And this year, I'm just doing it. And I'm doing it with James Twyman because I love music, and that is just making such a difference for me. So I just throw that out. So I think you have, there's so many things you can choose, and you have to choose something that really, uh, not to just do it out of rote, but your heart really sings that, oh, yes, this is, this is what I want to commit to,
0: because there's so much. Yeah. Yes, go for it, Emily. Thank you, Robin. Thank you. A lot of nodding heads. Very helpful. Go ahead, Emily. Good to see you. <laughs>
5: um, I just wanted to add to what uh, Laurie was saying about just feeling totally lost, and I think like I'm in year one, so I kind of can relate to that. But I know someone mentioned on another call, kind of like if Jennifer hasn't really mentioned it, then it's not something that we're necessarily, su- you know, like supposed to be doing. But because um, people are referencing things from journals or like other like tips or techniques that. I don't. I haven't heard straight from Jennifer, but I think it's the perfectionist in me that's like, I don't want to miss out on anything. And I want to make sure I'm doing everything to the fullest and make sure I'm participating and, and doing all this stuff. But I think it's just because I put that pressure on myself to kind of be that way and to feel like I have to do everything 100% and that there's a correct way to do something. So um, I know someone else in a call had mentioned kind of letting go of that um, perfectionist mindset or like that need to feel like they control everything and have to do everything in a certain way. And so I think that's helped me dive in because even when I feel lost, I'm like, it'll figure itself out or I'll just ask a question or something like that. So, yeah.
0: Yes. Very helpful. This is a new paradigm of life that we're settling into where there are no shoulds. Um, (laughs) that our heart directs our decisions. So it might take, I don't want to like scare you, but it could take years for you to settle fully into it as you're hearing people say. Um, So I started out like ticking every little box in that little page that says I did everything and then I burnt out of that within two weeks. So then I was like, so you learn by trial and error And then if you can, I think what I keep hearing people say is like the relaxing into it is the invitation. It's just your ego might fight that. But we'll just like Jennifer repeats the truth statements 1,084 times until we hear it that day. We're just going to keep saying relax. (laughs) And one day it'll feel right. So We're all patient with you and you please be patient with us. If we're in the upper levels and we're saying things that you don't know, um, I don't think we're doing that to show off or make you feel badly, but feel free to ask a question or just know that when it's your time, Jennifer's going to cover it because it's become part of our vocabulary and our way of living. And we're just, We apologize in advance if that's throwing you off at all, but just, yeah, it's the trusting and the relaxing that we have to say daily, minute by minute. But thank you, Lori. It's helping everyone. This is why I think even to bring us together just for these conversations, it's more softening and relaxing. And yet people in year four and five are here to do the work because they're excited because they know the benefits, you know. So thank you, Lori.
1: Yeah, You're welcome. Yeah. The other thing that I uh, just I must be up for me right now was in my group call this morning and right now, um, people talking about the perfectionism, you know, trying to get it perfect, trying to um, make sure, not, you know, I, w- I actually got thinking about it for me it's not only it's partly control, but it's um, it's also a way to prove that I'm competent. You know, like, look, I've done every last thing. I've crossed my T's, dotted my I's. See how competent I am, and I don't want to look incompetent. So uh, I recognize that now. Today I was going, wow, that's a total ego thing. <laughs> so you know, just hearing a few people today say that. The, you know they want to do it just right too you know whether the, the like there's only one way to do this program or this masterful living or the a course of miracles like there's only one way but um that's us needing to control i
6: think
0: yeah and for me specialness comes up like if I choose to do something and then I share, I'm like, look at me, guys. It's like I don't know if you rocked it this hard, but I rocked it, you know. And it's like, oh God, I don't think you have. So it's also softening that we don't work, that we start to that part of me is being softened. That everyone's shares are equally valuable. Thank God Jennifer doesn't give gold stickers or something. You know, just because that's something I'm also leaving behind, too, in this community has taught me. So it's how we're doing this stuff is so much important. It's it's, you know, we're learning as much from how we're approaching things and responding to even what we're writing down. It's like all equally valuable and I'm so glad you're noticing it now and you're just being aware and that's the self-love that you're showing up and you're noticing it. You're saying it to the group. You're being authentic and transparent. Thank you. Any other comments about this? Anybody? Yeah, Robin.
4: Yeah. Well, it truly is being helpful. So thank you, Lori. And uh, I have a tendency to think of myself as a slow bloomer and I would like to let that go Um, and what I'm just what's really vibrating is that is letting my heart choose I mean there's it's just like everyone growing up and the way they learn best and someone learns best by reading and someone learns best by doing, you know, we all know that. And I think in of Course in Miracles, what's been so lovely is that Jennifer has, like, um, shown us so many tools. And instead of thinking I have to do all of them, that they're out there for me to choose the one that feeds my heart and nourishes me. Uh, and not like I just have to do this and check it off. And so I'm just getting to that because I, you know, I'm like, I want to be, I'm perfectionist too. We all, I think most of us, I had someone say that to me years ago and I was so like upset. But so I, I really, I, this is helping me to, uh, another thing uh, in a mantra is, is slowing down and I, that really suits me, um, And I really want to put it in the forefront to say slowing down really does make a difference um, and allows me to go deeper and choose the tools or the array of um, wonderful ideas and suggestions out there. And so I really have, I mean, I've been scared to come to class because I felt like I haven't done it all. But I keep showing up <laughs> and hope that I won't be embarrassed. But... So I love every I just know these women so well, and they've supported me. And hi, Anna Marie. <laughs> and it's so lovely to see people that I'm meeting for the first time. So thank you all.
0: Thank you. I know. Wonderful. Great. Anyone else want to share something before we maybe move on to the material? Yes, Ana Marie.
7: Let me unmute
0: you. Okay, go ahead.
7: Well, I find just as you say, we keep learning over the years and sometimes I'm really surprised at myself all of a sudden when I discover something that I have been doing and actually is not really working well for me and that all of a sudden I see it and I find this uh, unbelievable that it can take years until we see it. So for instance it has been in my, I would say almost in my nature, because that's from early childhood on, I always could do something better. It still could, maybe it was not as good as it could be, but I could do it better next time. I could do it better, I should do it better. And this was just sort of part of me and to this very day, I have been doing that like some of the care I give to my husband and so on. And then I feel, oh, I, I should do this in a better way and so on. And I was very surprised. This happened just about 10 days ago when I realized this. And I'm so grateful to finally realize this. I think this opens many things for me. And I just want to share it. That's all.
0: Thank you, Anna Marie. Are you, are you saying that um, you want to let that go of trying to do better all the time? Is that-
7: yes. I, I don't want to constantly sort of almost feel guilty that I could have done better, you know, and I just want to let it go and stay in the flow and, And just ask uh, the Holy Spirit, what should I do next? And more go in that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, so softening into, we're not trying to constantly improve ourselves in that same way of evaluating everything. So that's very freeing. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Great. Anybody else want to share something? So, what I've been doing is just trying to move through different pieces of the work and just kind of what we haven't covered in the other classes. She's back. Okay, that was fast. Um, So, what I can see where we ended up last time. even though we had skipped one thing and maybe we'll go back to that today. But what we ended on last time um, was our biggest challenge in our life, which brings us to the page 13, um, the deep desires of our heart, how we'd like to feel about our, our, our life. So I've been working off of the packet. That's 27 pages. If anyone has the thicker packet, um, and you know the page number, you can feel free to say that to speak to maybe people who printed out the bigger packet. But on the 27-page packet, for me, I see it as page 13. Thumbs up, we're together. Okay, so last time we talked about hard stuff, all the judgments we have about ourselves and the challenges, the biggest challenges in our life and how it affects us in various areas. But today would be, uh, we could start with where it says partnering with the higher Holy spirit self to call forth the life you truly desire. How would you like to feel about yourself in your life? And we had, um, regarding our life, our body, our relationships, finances creative expression home and that was it so it goes from page 13 to 15 okay so with 12 people here today we could try to do groups three four groups of three okay we're back and we're recording And you're smiling and uh, you're all muted just because we try to keep the recordings clean. So anytime you want to speak, you could raise your hand or just unmute yourself, whatever's easier for you. So anyone want to share what came up, any insights you had from your group time? Okay, we have Lou and then Robin, so...
6: Uh, yeah, it was about how important feelings are in this feeling universe and uh, asking questions and bringing up the feelings for each for each section. The feelings I found with mine, the feelings were much the same. The answers were much the same. So uh, I, 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 I enjoyed the, the diving into it. So anyway, that's all I got to say.
0: Great. Thank you. anyone else? So Robin, you had your hand up.
4: I guess, I mean, it's, it's nothing new, but it was really lovely being with Anna Maria and Betty, because we all have similar, as we all have similar things, but just that everything is um, an inside job, that every answer is, it comes from within, and just really going deeper into that knowing, and uh, boy, it really takes a lot off, (laughs)
0: when you do that. So thank
4: you both and
0: thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Other shares? Oh, Araba. Hi, Angela.
2: Hi. Uh, I just wanted to apologize to my group. I joined in very late and um, I'm having quite a bit of physical difficulty today. So um, I'm doing my best to mostly listen here. Okay. But one of the things as you talked about feelings is um, I was sharing with my daughter who's very sensitive and intuitive that um, for a long time I, I just felt like being so sensitive was such a curse, like why didn't other people feel like that and how could this possibly be even good? Like just to feel everything so intensely and um really encouraging her to to embrace that because it's it's for a purpose and um I feel that now that I've chosen you know, to be in a community like this and to pursue spiritual counseling as a part of my career, new career, I should say, or an extension of a previous career, that it those gifts, those are really gifts. And so um, I think that one of the things that keeps me grounded, or at least helps me push through is being able to teach my children some of the things that we're learning. And as I learn more about myself to appreciate, you know, the questions that Jennifer has us doing and reboot about what really is your deep desire and not what are the expectations of others or what you think would make you be the perfect child, but what is really in your heart, and then when you accept that, you accept everything that goes along with that, so uh, we're learning together, and uh so i I wanted to first apologize to my group and second just to say that I'm here, although i'm I'm here as best as I could be, so. Thank you.
0: Aw, thank you. And I'm sure there's no need for the apology, but um, it's beautiful what you shared. And it actually made me think of Robin, who talks a lot about um, sharing with her grandchildren what we're doing in Masterful Living. And she's taught children her whole career. So how wonderful. Anybody want to say anything to that? Or?
8: Linda? So uh, I just wanted to um, say to Arava that I can totally relate to the um, being very sensitive. I always considered myself an empath as soon as I learned exactly what that was. And um just so grateful that this class and community has allowed me to open that back up um, because it was not encouraged when I was a child. And then I just kind of shut it down and um, really just wouldn't allow myself to feel anything. And now I have learned how or I am learning, constantly learning how to open that back up and um at the same time not allow the um energies of others around me to stick to me you know so that um when i'm around people that are appearing to be angry or prickly i like to call them prickly people um, that that doesn't stick to me. And I can, when I can do that, then I can be more in my own loving heart and I can love them even through their prickliness and know that that's also a cry for love and all is to be loving. So thank you for sharing that.
0: Yep, we've got Robin and then Lou. Uh, just thinking about
4: bringing up children, Araba and Angela, um, I guess one of the deepest uh, and the biggest shifting has been with my grandchildren. And what I have found is that being present in the moment is like the most helpful and truly uh, magical and miraculous that is extending out to the rest of my world, but my desire, because everyone loves your, I mean, the grandchildren are just special, um, but that being present, and I find that they have taught me in being present in the moment, that I, ordinary moments become so extraordinary, and I feel so blessed that I am experiencing more and more uh, the extraordinary, because of the practice of being present with my grandchildren and preschool children that I uh, just loved and, and, and learned as I came to A Course in Miracles to incorporate that in my being with young children. So anyway, thank you for
0: bringing that up. Yeah. Thank you.
6: Okay. You can hear me? Yes, Lou. <laughs> okay. I, I'm an empath, too, and I have found it very, very difficult to go through life like that. I can walk by somebody who's on the street, and if they're up really upset, all of a sudden, I'm really upset. But uh, in the first journal, there's the Prayer for Protection. And I've come across this before, uh, people have said, if you're empathic or if you want to protect yourself, it's good to sort of set up a uh, some kind of a shield or protection or ask for protection. But I really, really like the prayer for protection prayer that's in the first journal, because that's what it does, is it calls in divine protection for your body, every cell, everything, so that you're that you're not getting whammoed unexpectedly. So if anybody wants to check that, I don't know what page it's on, but uh, it's called Prayer for Protection, First Journal.
0: Great. And Betty had the page? 50. 50. Page 50. Yeah. Thank you. Great. This is what's so helpful, people's comments. Um, thank you, Lou, for adding that. Yeah. Araba, did you want to comment just because I muted you? Do you have any other thing to say? or?
2: <laughs> you know me. I always have something to oh, say.
0: Oh, I'm just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I guess what I would say is that um, I, I, I've heard all of the comments about other people saying about living as being an empath, and I too have – a long period of time that I just shut it down and everything was about being in control, but I had a, a a life-changing experience with my health that that just wasn't something I couldn't no longer do. And while it's been a challenge and continues to be, it's also been my biggest blessing And so I'm really thankful for it even while I'm struggling at this moment for some control of my pain. But I did want to say that this year with my own children, I made it very clear that we we talk about how everybody's emotions affect each other in our household, particularly getting ready in the morning you know, if one person sets off in their tantrum and then their thing, how that changes the dynamic about how all of us feel. And so we talk about making other choices, choosing again, you can always choose in the moment. Do you like the way you feel? If you don't, let's let's choose again. And with that, I have found that One, they can go through their emotional cycle, feel free to go through their emotional cycle, and they can rebound very quickly and come back and say, oh, forgive me, please, I'm sorry. And that shifts the mood too. Whereas before, um, when I was still married, there was this tension and this sort of like inability to express a lot of emotion. They they felt that. We all felt that. And so in part of leaving a partner for 25, 25 years, um, it's actually become a better relationship because of both of our commitment to our children, but also each of us feeling much more like we can be ourselves. So as my children have gotten older, they're 10 and 12 now this year, I really made it clear that I am not engaging in your emotional drama. I will stand by you. I will comfort you, especially after reading in the new ACIM book, what empathy truly is. And for anybody who, uh, you know, has an empathy tendency or is an empath, I would highly recommend reading that chapter. And it gave me a very new perspective about making a choice about boundaries and sitting with people without taking in their emotion. And for me, I think that was such a huge shift because it is enabling me to focus on my own biggest challenges, which on the outside may look like health, but in reality is love and self-love and worthiness. So.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Go ahead, Ted. I'd like
3: to know what book that is, you said the new Course in Miracles book. I like.
2: I'm sorry, it is the, it is, I call it the purple book. Um, it's the um, complete and annotated version. Robert Perry is the editor. And I studied and completed the workbook in the blue book, uh, which was the book. And this book is a completely different book. It includes pretty much every single thing that was ever written by helen and cameos directly from jesus and from the beginning it's very clear the editor has the perspective all these words are from jesus and then there are footnotes relating to biblical references references from all different kinds of texts and so It is a very different experience. It's a very, um, I would say, a very deep experience. So I would not recommend it for someone who's never done A Course in Miracles. But for people who have done A Course in Miracles and want sort of the everything, because you get everything in here, um, even personal instructions that Jesus gave to Helen, as she was writing it, and Bill, um, that this book really is—it's really beautiful, and it's really deep. So, if you're looking for deepening, um, I would strongly recommend buying the purple book. It became available the end of last year, and
3: um, called the complete and annotated version
2: is it. Yeah. Just- It says, A Course in Miracles, based on the original handwritten notes of Helen Chuckman, complete and annotated edition. And it's through the Circle of Atonement. Um, And they give a history of why they have this book, how it's different from all the previous editions, why it's a new publishing company. In addition to that, they have a whole group called Course Companions, that are doing the readings and doing study with the readings as well as the workbook year long. So there's a community that's also doing deeper work with that, so. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Thank you, Arava. Thank you. Yeah. Any other comments or feedback from your time in the your breakout or from what we've been discussing? Anyone else want to share? Welcome new new folks. Hi. (laughs) Any other aha's from the deep desires of your heart? That's what we did for our breakout. The first one. Okay, well, I was feeling, although let me see if I'm on board here, okay, that we would watch the Big Rocks video, so if you haven't had a chance, and then if you've watched it, this will be my maybe fourth time, I don't know, it's kind of fun because it's so 19, what is it, 1990s or something, it's just so cool to see the 90s. suits um but this is the seven rock video that was in jennifer's presentation that she didn't get to show it during the reboot um but we have on page let's see it's page 16 that we list our big rocks Um, so i was thinking that i can show you the video and then um and then we can break out and talk about it does that sound okay So you get to see the suits, if you need to take some water, if you've already seen the suits. I'm going to pause the recording from our video. Any comments? Maybe you've seen something like this before or anybody want to say anything? Okay, go ahead, Lori.
1: My son figured it out like within just a few seconds of watching it. He goes, well, why don't you just put the big rocks in the other box and then pour the little things over it? So I just thought it was cool that a young person can look at it totally different and see it right off.
0: Awesome. (laughs) Robin and then Araba, I see your hand. So go ahead, Robin. Um, Go ahead. I mean, it was just the visual. You know, just the visual and seeing that and, and going, ah, yeah, I'm, that's all. Just, yeah, just the, just it's the visual, you know. the
2: aha. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Araba, you're unmuted. Yes, what Robin said, I mean, it's such a, it's a simple video and yet it was really powerful. I know both my parents had done Franklin Covey's courses. And some other things through General Motors, which used to offer their employees all these classes and Dale Carnegie training. And so I grew up with that, but watching that, um, I, it made me decide to actually create physical big rocks and paint them and have the labels on them and put them in a bowl in our front room to keep. My eyes on it, and my daughter's gonna help me do marbling of the rocks um, with this nail paint. So again, it's like a way to keep my eye on those big rocks and to really, you know, have them, touch them, hold them when I'm starting to feel all those little things that aren't important. So
0: that cool. was very powerful for us. Well, cool idea. Thank you. Okay. Any other comments? All right. So our worksheet had us identify, I think it was seven. I'm just going to check. But of course, um, (laughs) I don't know if it's the point of the exercise, but when I did this a second time, I got 10. And then I just keep adding So then I don't know if I create a disaster for myself, but um, so when we break out, a thought I'm having is that, and, and I did this with another group, my, my, my university aged students, we talked about this. And then after we talked about, you know, the big rocks, they also were, somebody said, so what is the sand? You know, and it was kind of interesting to identify what the sand is for you, like all those little things that if you decided to focus on the sand, you would miss the rocks. So what are those things that constantly kind of pull at you? I thought that was a great question to bring to the group so you could maybe add that into your uh, group discussion. Okay. Any questions before we break out and talk about this? (laughs) Yay. Okay. So, hi, Angela. It's so wonderful
9: to hear your voice. (laughs) Yeah, good to hear your voice. Um, After uh, we did the big rocks, what I came away from that was, because I couldn't see it, but what I came away with was um, the sound of people's laughter. I could hear that more than I could hear what the person was actually saying. I've seen the video before, but it was the laughter that really stuck with me, and I thought how, and I share this in my group, how laughter is such a medium for learning that we, we, we don't have to suffer. Um, we can learn, enjoy, and we can learn to laugh at ourselves and be gentle with ourselves. And um, so then when it became the big rocks, um, I wrote mine down, I hadn't done it before, to um, number one would be love, which is God's love, not human love, which is conditional. And then I put laughter because I just they just go together Um open-heartedness peace which is present moment awareness joy which is my inheritance abundance and then spiritual physical and emotional health just health in general so those were my seven and I thought well that's that was I had the awareness that when I wrote them down I didn't even uh, even have to think about it they just kind of flowed out of my pen and I was like yeah And what then came to me was, wow, I remember feeling that way when I was a little, little, little girl.
0: Wow. Man, children just keep coming up today for us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Great. I love that your rocks were the spiritual qualities. Well, um,
6: (laughs) Robin's got two thumbs up,
0: heartily thumbing up high, laughing. (laughs) (laughs) great any comments to karen or other thoughts thank you karen
4: i just want to say to karen oh gosh the spiritual qualities that's all that's needed and i wanted to say to you that was easy (laughs) a little personal thing there (laughs) thank you the spiritual qualities yeah i mean that just embraces everything that we need to have in our bag or our pockets so
0: yeah yeah thank you
5: go ahead emily um i just thought including laughter as a big rock was just so amazing and (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to share that because i just thought that was so important because i felt like when i was writing my big rocks i just had a tone of seriousness because i'm like my life is serious and like my (laughs) meaning and purpose like i'm just so serious about fulfilling those and living those being true to those so i definitely love that laughter was a big rock so just wanted to share (laughs) thank you anyone
0: else what came away what did you take away what did you learn Are you guys changing? You're all putting laughter. Okay, go for it, Linda.
8: (laughs) Well, I was just thinking on the lines of, um, laughter, what Karen added there, um, how we were all, all of us were saying that there were things that we considered, uh, self-love that were part of our big rocks and that, um, you know, the little stuff always seems to push that out of the way. But when you look at like children that are so easy to laugh and um, pets that don't, you know, animals that don't have all those little things like doing the dishes or the laundry or, you know, vacuuming the carpet, that they all live from those big rock places. And we are the ones that put all the little pebbly stuff on ourselves. So I just, I love that as an example and um, adding that laughter and that um, that feeling of freedom that animals and children have. Well, thank you for that.
0: Yeah. I heard this funny skit. Um, I think it was Tara Brock was reading it and it was like the journal of a cat and the journal of a dog and the journal of the dog was like, if anyone's heard this, um, today, um, I went outside my favorite and then I ate, you know, I ate my favorite and the the energy of the dog was just like, everything's my favorite. And, um, somehow the cat was like, the opposite but it was kind of it was showing something different but just when you said that i just thought of the animals like everything's their favorite the dog especially seems many dogs everything's their favorite everything's magical
8: important. yeah i want to have that excitement for everything <laughs> yeah this class is my favorite my favorite <laughs>
0: but actually I think the lesson was about not having favorites and it was like, I can't, I have to filter out the actual point, but I came to mind. So other shares. Oh, we've got Araba. All
2: right. Thank you. So one of the things that I know Karen couldn't see the video this time, but on those rocks, they had, More than one word. And so like for me, when I was thinking about it, mine would be joy and laughter on one rock because I feel like the laughter is part of remembering the joy. Um, Someone else mentioned freedom, even though they didn't say that was their big rock. But, you know, so, so some of the things like my spiritual health you know that's really the my for me it's um it's the trinity and a, a symbol of the trinity and so you know spiritual practice spiritual health all of that so just as a thought when people write their big rocks and since i'm doing it physically that the big rock can contain I- ideas that can be grouped together as opposed to just having a single word on it. Um, and one thing that came up for me, and I think it goes to the next step, is harmony. Um, and when we talk about what spiritual qualities you would like to embody to fulfill your vision, and that was something that had never really occurred to me. But being aligned in my mind, and so my thoughts, my actions and my words, like being all in alignment in this like Christ-like vision, I realized was so important to me because one of the things I love about this community is this sense of authenticity. Um, And, and living from that place, I feel like so, so harmony became, a big rock that I don't think I mentioned in my group, but again, that was something that had never occurred to me until I did this exercise and realized, yes, like as a teacher of God. And I think they call it something different. Like I don't forget what they called it in their truth or something where everything is all in alignment. But for me, that felt like harmony, balance and harmony when all everything is aligned and stuff.
0: Great. Thank you. Go for it, Robin.
4: Are you doing
0: Okay. I, well, yeah. well, I mean, I, uh,
4: just sitting here, um, and that visualization really did, was helpful, and then just listening to everyone. Uh, and uh, in our little breakout group, we were talking about uh, how difficult it is to say no. And uh, I know that I've been practicing that and it's, it, it, it feels hard because of all of the ramifications that you can put with that. But I, what I'm seeing as I see the, the jar with the big rocks and all the little rocks is that when we choose this love, when we choose the spiritual qualities – I mean, just thinking about the spiritual qualities and naming the rocks with all of the spiritual qualities, like, oh, there just seems so much ease and grace in that for me. And I'm saying yes to that. And it, the nose will just disappear. You know, the little sands will just, every time I say yes to a spiritual quality, in my life, Uh, I guess when you say yes, you are saying no, but then it won't, the no's won't even matter somehow. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm excited. Thank
5: you. Yeah.
0: Great. Other comments.
8: Linda. Just that I was thinking that, that, um, how much of those little pebbles are judgments that we place upon ourselves because we're trying to please others came to mind. And the, the idea of the dog going, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. Not really that I want to make things special, that everything's my favorite, but that I want everything to, I want things to feel that. I want to feel that excitement about, my life in general and, you know, excitement about, oh, you know, I'm going to go out and take a walk in the woods or at the, at the beach. And, um, you know, I just want that excitement to that feeling of excitement to be with me through out the day so that I feel like I'm filling up my soul. Then when the urgent situations and the little pebbles Um, come into my awareness I can choose to do them or not but either way even if I choose to do them I'm going to do them with more joy because I'm experiencing that excitement that joy that feeling of um, play and fun. Thank you.
0: I think she could start to like advertise masterful living. Become a kid again. <laughs> That's what I'm getting from this day, this homework class. <gasps> Recover your joy. Yeah. And I thought of the word enthusiasm when you were talking, Linda, because that may not be the spiritual quality, but I know it's it's up there, it's close. Yeah. Anybody else? Comments, thoughts, questions. Go, Dev. Yeah. I
3: love this. I mean, some these parts that we're doing, I've done three times, I guess. Oh. But what I'm finding is this huge expansion. And I guess my question is, now what? You know, is this whole purpose of this to get to our AIG? the whole purpose of this to get to the letter uh, is the whole purpose of it for me to now sit and take another blank sheet and put what is my heart's desire. I mean, I've gotten so many more possibilities. It just seems, um, it's very expansive and at the same time, I'm not quite sure how to integrate it, I think might be the word. Anybody, what are, what are people doing or how, how are you sitting with this from week to week? Because I've not done one of these classes before.
8: I would think that um, all of above. so taking the, what we are filling out um, in these sheets and taking these homework classes, and um, using them for our AIGs, using them for our contracts, using them as like a blueprint for the year. And, um, you know, taking them into our prayer partner calls and taking them into our mastery circle calls and our community calls, and just, you know, bringing it up and, for me, it's like, it's like having that study buddy call that I do with Lori. It's when I, and we get to talk about the work that we're doing and our experience in doing the work and uh, the insights that we got from doing the work. It's just like my mind gets blown so many times. So that's what I feel like. This is, this is like a study buddy thing on a big scale um, to start our year off uh with that rocket fuel that Jennifer talks about so that that's that's what I'm intending to do with it
0: Thank you, Karen, and then araba Karen, you're unmuted um, I
9: really understand the idea of having uh, maybe, and I think this is what I'm hearing you say, a very full menu of things to choose from to do to advance our spiritual practice. Is that, is that what I'm hearing?
3: It's definitely expanded and there is a bit of, uh, what do I do with this all now?
9: Yeah. Right. So what, what I am finding helpful, if I use the analogy of a menu, there's the appetizer, the soup, the salad, the entree, dessert and dessert. So, on. you know, I go through it and I pick out which one seems good to me. And I think that Jennifer has introduced us to a wide range of tools, whether it be a forgiveness letter or the release and clear or the divine experiment. You know, I'm, none of us are going to do all of them, but I think it's asking myself today, which tool in the toolbox do I need to guide me through? This experience. So, if I'm thinking, well, okay, um, is this a big rock or is this a little rock? Is this how I want to spend my time. Is this a narrative that I want to energize, or do I want to give this familiar repeating pattern to Holy Spirit to be released? Is this a time for me to sit down and write a forgiveness letter? And uh, I I keep finding that my personal practice shifts, but I will get on board with one and do it for a while until something else comes up. I really enjoyed the walking through the doorway. I am here only to be truly helpful. I mean, just doing that can be transformational. And the course in miracles says that any one lesson fully understood and felt and experienced then we learn them all. So there is nothing to fear. I mean, I could spend the next three months on that one. Or um, using prayer partner calls as a time to bring to light things that, you know, are um, not something that you might talk with anybody else about. It's, I just find that the tool bag is rich and full. And I have felt overwhelmed feeling like, oh, my gosh, I should do all of them. And I'm realizing, no, I don't need to do all of them at all. I need to be willing to do one at a time or when guided to listen. Sit down, Karen, and write a forgiveness letter. Get up and go make a phone call. I mean, it's just about being aware of guidance. And I, I and in my own experience recently, I think the thing that has been the most fun for me is listening to the still quiet voice when it might just say, don't set your coffee cup on the edge of the counter. And I think that's Holy Spirit's sense of humor saying, if you'll listen to me here, you might listen to me when I say, go do this, that you might have resistance or fear about, but I'm, I'm gently guiding you to listen to me in always, at all times.
0: Thank you, Karen. I think it's like coming back to Robin's statement of being present and there's nothing we should do with any of this. Um, And then we'll let um, Araba add. Go ahead, Araba. Um,
2: Hey, hi, Deb. Yeah, I think this is my second homework class and I wasn't really intending to take more homework classes because I filled out my sheets, but, um, what it brought up for me for all these things was I just started diving into doing the work in the workbook, even though we hadn't been guided. So like I started with what I had, I, um, I, began to take stock of my investments and did my life visioning and I'm working on my vision board and um, the whole spiritual quality section, which begins on page 88. So, like, if you have a rock that says abundance, there are all these questions about it or clarity or creativity or whatever you put, that there are further questionings about love and joy. And so I took all of those things that I've been getting that big expansion and using the book to sort of help me hone it down. Um, I also used it to begin to draft my, and then after that begin to start drafting what was really the big three for my contract, you know, Um, and in and getting excited about creating symbols for what things will be on my vision board. And so um, I, I didn't take it in necessarily the way Robin, I'm, I'm sorry, Karen did, um, but I took all that and said, Oh my gosh, how can I use it? So I started using um, the dream. I started using prayers in my dreams for specific things. I started a divine experiment and I, I mean, I know that we haven't been exactly taught all these things and how to use the tools exactly, but that's what felt right after having so much more expansion. And then there's that gratitude letter that you write at the end of the year. I mean, at the end of the worksheet. And so I haven't written mine. And part of the reason is as I'm, honing through these different spiritual qualities and actually creating my rocks and holding them in my hand and feeling them. Uh, I feel like the next step would be able to write that four or five page letter of thank you for what happened in 2018. So that's how I'm holding and using the experiences that I'm having with the homework class even after having written things down. Does that make sense or is that helpful?
0: Yes very helpful I think for all of us just to hear everyone's different approaches it frees us all to have our own approach so thank you for sharing that thank you and of course we're not prohibited to dive into the journals we've had to answer to many people's fears that there's something expected of them, but you're totally free to go in there and have fun. Like it sounds like you're doing Araba. So (laughs) thank you for just, you know, courageously diving in and, and getting and playing around. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Any other thoughts? Any other things you want to say? Because we, I think the one thing I'm aware of is when you speak it to the group, it's like very powerful for yourself. It affirms or confirms or gives you momentum. So anyone want to take this opportunity to say anything else?
3: I love the dialogue. Because I know. Into the moment and it creates what I, what what my to do is, what my to be is, yeah. Picture is grateful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I mean we are building up into our contracts, but I think there's this this sense of here's an opportunity to go within and look around. And it feels so loving to me that we would all choose to be here instead of the million other places we could be talking about what matters to us, you know, and that's just so precious. I think we all can feel the preciousness of it. And so, and this is the first year, those of you, it's your first year, you're lucky because we've never spent this much time on this and gotten to know each other and even had an opportunity to really co-mingle in the different levels. So this is what it means to share the benefits with all. You have so many more benefits already, but it's really cool. Okay. So we have another class tomorrow and uh, we have some people who've just joined Masterful Living. So imagine how they feel. (laughs) so you know we'll just keep going we'll cover other areas we haven't talked about in the classes Um, maybe just have some discussion about the letter and we haven't gone through the inventory in the class in this in this class so we can talk about that and whatever else comes up we'll be open to it anyone else like to say our prayer as we leave anyone who feels comfortable no pressure just the opportunity is there. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Deb.
3: I invite you to place your hand on your heart. And take a breath, allowing inspiration to flow and expiration to release, to come into present moment. Grateful for this time of gathering, of joining, of coming together as one. To remind us of the truth of who we are, that oneness, and that ever-loving, deep resonance that is within and around us. We offer up all our blocks, all our resistance, all our unmindfulness, grateful for this expansion that has occurred, declaring that we are on purpose, in perfect divine timing, in trust, in faith. We move forward with ease and grace and allow flow and allow ourselves to surrender to this moment and the next and the next, knowing without a shadow of a doubt it's all God. Grateful, grateful, grateful. We share the Benefits with everyone. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Thank you, Deb.
0: <clears throat> thank you all. Um... That was beautiful, Deb. Everybody's unmuted. No. Thank you, everyone. Oh, thank, oh, you, yes. thank, Bye. You. Bye. thank you, Deb. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Everyone. Bye.
6: bye.
0: Thank you. Have a beautiful day. you. You You too. You too.